most of the abuse, physical attacks and harassment have actually been down to my colour. So I've had a lot more racist attacks in my life than homophobic attacks. I have been attacked for my homophobia from white people as well as people from my Muslim community. But on the whole, overwhelmingly, 10 times over, I've been verbally and physically attacked because of my race. Doing this kind of work um, has been a lot of racism, and that's been racism um, from the mainstream LGBT community who've, uh, I guess, can only maybe understand or accept one identity, and that is the LGBT, and the rest has to be left at the door. And I think because the Safra Project, where we very much are about taking basically everything, whatever people bring, particularly around Muslim women. I think often there's a lot of issues around, you know, what type of, what does an LGBT person look like? Particularly with Muslim women, I think it's this notion of, well, you've got to fit in. If you are wearing a hijab, you must be heterosexual. So you're not part of the LGBT community. And I think, I think that was happening maybe 20 years ago and it's still happening now for, for, my, for my generation, definitely. One thing that I'd read online from an article that you posted about a particular gay pride march, tell me, about what happened on that day? On that day, um, a number of um, lesbian, bisexual and trans women who are Muslim, uh, I'm one of them, we decided to go to Gay Pride. Um, some of the women were, wore hijab, so a head covering, and we were in the maiden Pride march, and as we were walking, a number of gay men started shouting abuse at us. Um, it started off with some sexist abuse, and then it became racist and Islamophobic and men shouting at my partner at the time who wore hijab, oh, take that off, I'm going to pull it off, um, you don't belong here. They had cups of beer in their hands and started throwing it at us. Um, an Asian taxi driver stopped, opened his door and offered us refuge from those men. There were lots of other gay people around watching this. They stood by, they observed, they did not intervene. Did you report that to the police? No. Why not? My personal opinion, this is not of the organisation, is that I don't think the police are um, safe spaces for ethnic minorities, uh, especially if you're Muslim. The Muslim community, ethnic minorities, black, Asian, are currently under huge scrutiny within this society. We are overwhelmingly targeted as, and viewed as terrorists, um, as criminals, without solid evidence. If you know that's happening, what needs to change to fix it if you don't trust the authorities? I'm an activist, so I work with the communities. We try and change that ignorance, because I think most of it is based on ignorance, and highlighting the commonalities, addressing centuries of you know, ingrained racism, Islamophobia is on the rise. You know, There's so many reports now of particularly aimed at women as well, because they're visibly, if they're wearing hijab, niqab, burqa, they are targets. You know, the abuse, the victimisation that the LGBT community have faced, that's also happening to other communities and to look at, look at solidarity. Often people don't know how to report, particularly hate crime, they don't know. Um, and that's my experience um, working with Muslim women. Um, often they don't know and often they're too afraid. And actually, and also there's been incidents where actually the authority has kind of said, well, pick what it is. Is it Islamophobia? Is it homophobia? We don't know. Like, um, so this mainstream community always feels like, you know, the Muslim community is just all homophobic and that's it. But that's obviously not the case uh, because there's also phobias and discrimination in the LGBT communities. I personally think the direction we should go is do more... I think more work with the mainstream LGBT community around Islam and sexuality. I think a lot of people in that community are really misinformed. 
how big a part does your faith play in the work that you do and the way that you, you live, really? I practice my faith on a daily basis, uh, in my general life. I fast, I pray. Um, but for all faiths, it's about respecting other people, whatever religion or belief you have. Um, and that's, I think, how anyone should live their life, really. And do you, Rose, for, yeah. for your faith, you know, is this something that's important that needs to be joined up with life and faith? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the reasons why um, I initially sort of got involved in activism is because of being a Muslim and, and having that spirituality that lies within Islam. That's one of the, one of the reasons what encouraged me initially. Um, and I think working at the Safra Project and doing the kind of work I do now, it's actually kind of strengthened my beliefs um, and kind of made me... It's kind of made me be a critical thinker and think for myself. I didn't really have those skills before. So actually doing this kind of work, I've kind of, I've kind of that fear factor's gone. Um, so I don't really look to a particular type of Muslim community. I don't look for like, a, usually it's a male um, you know, voice of authority, an imam or something on my local mosque. I don't, I feel like I've got the skills to be quite independent now. And, um, and yeah, and I can kind of share that with other people, uh, Muslim, other Muslim women, non-Muslim women. So it's kind of made me uh, more comfortable. And I'm actually, I think one of the things that I used to struggle with being out as a Muslim for Islamophobia and different reasons, but now I think what I've learned over the last couple of years, I'm happy to be out as a Muslim all the time because I think I know like where I stand as a Muslim woman.